Hello, everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Tonight, we're talking about Deep Blue Sea, part one of our part three Bad Shark movie retrospective. I'm really excited to talk about this one. Uh, Eric, I'm kind of pissed at you because you ate my bird. How you doing? <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm, I'm as cool as LL Cool J can be, I guess, in in a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking cooking sherry because you're an alcoholic, kind of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, um, this, is, this is how that is. Damn, this fucking movie. You know, there was a, there's a podcast called How Did This Get Made? And, yeah. <laughs> and they did Deep Blue Sea. And I, almost everything that they say is like one of those things where you're just like, you know, I, I – as much as I enjoyed this movie, it's just like I don't disagree with anything that they're saying. You know, like I don't know. What do you think? Well, no, I it, yeah. I mean, I agree with what you said. I think that um, I mean it's an enjoyable movie. You know, but like the point of this is like, why are these sharks fucking smart? Because you're trying to cure Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. So you increased their brain, and now all of a sudden they know how to. Throw people through a window. Yeah. Right. They, like. Uh, yeah. There's. It's a. It's a. So does that mean this is a sci-fi action? I mean, I guess we can classify it as such, but I mean, I don't know if I. I mean, I don't know if it's. If there's really any science in there. They're enhancing the sharks. The sharks. Yeah. Yeah. To try by sticking a giant needle down its brain and making its brain larger. Also, like, they had to be great whites, first off. They can't be any of the smaller sharks. It's got to be the, uh, yeah. the biggest, the largest one, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it couldn't have been like a hammerhead or I, or something. I feel like even then, like, they, they for some reason chose to get the biggest of the species. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, if, you, if you're trying to test some secret sort of... Of, of well, anything really? Wouldn't you? I mean, wouldn't you not want to have like the largest, most threatening one? I guess. Duh, science. Oh yes, the biggest one produces the most, and therefore we need it. <laughs> yeah. So. And not only are great whites even technically the biggest shark. Like, aren't there bigger ones? And why does it have to be a shark? Couldn't it have been a whale? Yeah, I. I well, here's the thing: is that. Uh, Oh, Jordan will we'll, we'll jump here, and uh, because he had watched the movie what back to back or something like that too, and um, I, I mean I know there's going to be some science in there. Obviously, we're watching it more for the uh, the Samuel L. Jackson appeal for it. Obviously, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, to go on that, uh, this is definitely a part one out of a three part series. Uh, Meg's coming out in a few weeks. And uh, there are billions of bad shark movies out there. So we had to kick off with Deep Blue Sea, the greatest bad shark movie of all time, possibly. And then, Just wait till you watch Sharknado. Yeah, Sharknado. We're going to review Sharknado next week. But um, yes, Eric, I, I actually watched this uh, for the past two days. I watched it two days ago and I watched it yesterday uh, to prepare for the review because I've not seen this in probably a decade. Um, I saw this in theaters. In, saw it in, in theaters July. too. I saw this in theaters in July of 1999. My dad was with me. I will never forget this until the day I die. My dad has a bag of popcorn. Samuel Jackson is doing his speech. 
Jaws comes out and tears him to shreds, and Dad throws his popcorn and says, what the fuck is this? <laughs> uh, perfect best part of the movie, of course, right? Yeah. During I mean, the that's... groundbreaking motivational speech yeah, of what we're part. doing here. Yeah. Yes. So, so you guys were saying how this movie get made. You think about that. It, it came out in 1999, and you got LL Cool J or Ladies Love Cool James, who just got off of uh, H2O Halloween 20 years later in 1998. So this is his follow up. You had Samuel Jackson, whose star was kind of fading here and there. I mean, he didn't do much great since Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, but he was a get. And then you had Thomas Jane, who just a few years later would be the Punisher. So you have three pretty good, you know, Hollywood actors in this film. How? Well, you had some up-and-comers. Like, uh, Thomas Jane was, was was getting to be, like, leading man status there. Saffron Burroughs was, was up there because she was hot at the moment. She was getting, uh, like, 90s or that, that turn, like, the Millennium stuff. Was, she was in a lot of stuff. I remember she was in Wing Commander as well, too. With uh, our Freddie Prince Jr. and uh, Betsy yeah. Lillard about you know the video game that turned the movie for some fucking reason. Um, <laughs> Michael Rappaport, I, uh, he's he's in, uh, and then you got a Skarsgård that's in there too. So who's the uh, Skarsgård? Stellan, Stellan Skarsgård. He's the yeah. He, mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's he? He's the sci- he's the scientist that gets his arm bit off. Yeah, he's the that's scientist. Bill Skarsgård, dad. Yeah, man, that's Stellan. That's Pennywise's die. Really, I did not know that's Pennywise's dad. Well, he also played the same character in the uh, in the Thor franchise. Yeah, son of a bitch. Well, welcome, <laughs> welcome home, Jordan. Wow. Okay. No, it's nothing like his son. <laughs> there he is. So, yeah, uh, but I mean, like, okay, so the movie opens up with. These four horny teenagers in a boat in the middle of the ocean making out. Perfect. Why? Because no reason. And, you know. Because uh, that's what you do on a yeah, boat. In the middle of the ocean. We all can relate. Yeah. And, a, and one of the sharks escapes and attacks them through the bottom of the boat. Um, we find out later that one of the sharks jumps the eight-foot fence yeah. to get to the kids. That's how that happened. I mean, sure. like, okay, you know what it is. Yeah, come on. Yeah, you, you know what it is. I mean, you get into this movie, but here's the thing: is that like there was precedence set. Uh, you just there was precedence set to from Jaws, you know. So you you have an impact movie like Jaws and, and the shark movie, and so every movie after that about a shark is trying to be Jaws forever. Even Jaws 2 and Jaws 3, Jaws 4, the ones that we've talked about on here, how we're fucking dumb that those movies are. We, uh, they're all, they all are, are trying to go to the bar of Jaws because it's just that part of the, you know what I mean? It's like that shark movie. It's that movie that has that made all the other ones like that. And so Deep Blue Sea, I mean, it, <laughs> you know, it's, it's actually aged pretty well, if I could say that. <laughs> How? How? <coughs> I, I, the CG is absolutely horrendous. And that's why, because it's one of these where these people did this movie, and it's obviously like one of those where it's, it's, it's a silly, just a little trip of a movie here. It, it's not it's not 
anywhere as, as serious as Jaws would be. Because Jaws is up like that's a, a fear because it's just like that's just a rogue shark in the water, no problem, you know? And there's no unbelievable challenges when it comes to this. There's no deep sea, deep blue sea underwater laboratory in injecting chemicals, Alzheimer's, brain disease, science, science, <laughs> science, and shit like that. Too. It, it's just straight up shark, water, that's it. And so that's why it, it was so impactful. But this is adding all the all the all these weird, unnecessary tools to it. They're just like, yeah, sure. Well, let's, have, let's have a good time with it, right? And that's what it is. Like, we're just going to have dumb situations in these movies. For some reason, because you're everyone, by the way, expert swimmers in these movies, right? Nobody gets tired. Nobody pants. Nobody is actually, like, fatigued in swimming and just like, holy fuck. You know, and just like doing a backpedal here for a moment, but everyone can swim miles. Everyone can swim underwater really well too, and everyone opens their eyes perfectly underneath the water too. And you know those situations where people are just going to be on the raft, or you know those situations where you're going to call it like, oh, that's why Samuel Jackson's death was such a surprise because it wasn't a raft in the in the water. You know, he was, he was delivering a speech. I will I will give this movie credit on this one point. The the probably the reason why they're all good swimmers is because that's part of the job interview, right? Hey, you're so. gonna you're gonna be off the coast of California in the middle of the ocean on uh you know I, I do what I call it a floating uh floating uh science lab. I mean like you're gonna call be around water. Call it whatever you fucking want, really. Exactly. So it's like, you know, you kind of have to know how to swim. That's what I would take it. Um, I also love, though, how this movie completely steals its plot point from H2O, Halloween H2O. I just find that funny because LL Cool J was in both movies. And if you watch Halloween H2O and if you watch Deep Blue Sea, which I did for this review, then it's the same goddamn movie. Just did, once with sharks and one was Michael Myers. Did you um, listen to LL Cool J's song uh, his soundtrack deepest bluest my head is like a shark's fin i should change the opening of our show and have that as the opening theme song because that's just amazing now that's like yeah. uh, an appreciation to the artists i know it's a corny song but it's like one of those where you're in the studio and like you have to really you know what i mean like convict to this song yeah and I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. That, see, that reminds me of of good things gone bad, gone past. When you would actually have like theme songs for movies, you know, like where is that gone? Um, you know, like Will Smith. Will Smith would do them for his movies, like Men in Black and fucking uh, what was the other one? Wild Wild West. Like yeah. Wild Wild West was uh, not only a great movie, even though I hate Michael Bay, it was a great song. Oh, Why well, Michael Bay did not do Wild You're Wild. right. Remember? Uh, oh, no, wait, wait. First off, correct. go ahead and say this first, and then I'll go off on, on all the other songs that were perfect with the, with the movies. Yeah, sure. Um, Michael Bay did not do Wild Wild West at all. No. Uh, I'm, I'm no, pretty sure no. you're wrong about that. No. 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 Oh, Michael this Bay is... did not do Wild Wild West. Oh, Absolutely. His production? Out. I'm uh, uh, listen, I'm pretty sure his production company did, no. and here's why. 
Here's why. You only need to go back to watching uh, An Evening with Kevin Smith when he's talking about the story about uh, Michael Bay and the giant spider that he wants to put in Superman. That's not or, Michael or, Bay. Or a movie, or a movie that he's... Uh, I forget what, exactly what it was, but it was a movie that he was wanting to do, and Kevin Smith was going to write it, and there was something oh, about a giant Superman. spider. It was a Superman. He no. wanted to do Superman. No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, it's Barry, Barry Sonnenfeld. Barry Sonnenfeld did uh, Wild Wild West. Michael Bay has nothing to do with Wild Wild West. The guy who was the producer of Wild Wild West wanted to do Superman Returns, and he wanted the giant spider. Michael Bay's not even at all in this paragraph. Not well, I will have to search the interwebs and find the story and then send it to y'all and then link it to the Twitter. Go ahead, so, because you're totally wrong. But go ahead. Anyway, the other songs would, would be <laughs> this, like... This isn't called in the ring, damn it. You can't call me out on shit. <laughs> right. the, the other parts, of, the other songs I was getting to are something like the uh, Aerosmith and Armageddon, or yes yeah yeah something um didn't didn't godzilla have a, a bunch of hits on it too like p diddy and wallflowers were on it yeah uh, wallflowers <laughs> yeah. did a remake of hero and p diddy did a it's remake crazy. of come with me with jimmy page every oh. freaking song city city of angels on. had alanis morissette those are big songs man yeah but they were terrible They're, well i there was iris by the goo goo dolls that's like that's the song that you think of when you think of city of angels or uninvited by Alanis Morissette was another one. Yeah, yeah, that's a great, that's a great one. Uh, you know, oh god, um, kiss, uh, kiss, kiss on the rose, kiss yeah. from a rose from Batman. Like that movie, that song had nothing to do with that movie whatsoever. No, but Seal knocked it out of the fucking too, park. Man. They had soundtracks because you two's hold me, uh, hold me, thrill me, kiss hold me, me, kiss me, kill me, hold me, thrill me, kiss me, kill me. Right? Is that what it is? Yep. Yep, from that one, and I think Osborne had a song on that one too, didn't they? And also, um, and then to end the rant to go back to the movie, but uh, also the Smashing Pumpkins song, "The Beginning Is the End Is the Beginning," is also on there as well, Damn. which right. was also uh, on uh, the Watchmen soundtrack. Um, but if we're gonna talk about LL Cool J, uh, great soundtracks, wife, yes. My wife has never seen this movie at all, so I showed it to her last night, and she says one thing that I totally agree with. When uh, when the kitchen area is flooded and uh, the shark's coming after LL, he is so calm and collected with a great white shark attacking him. It is unbelievable. And I mean, well, he's drunk. No, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, the shark's coming at him. He falls into the water, and he has the know-withal to go into the oven. That's smart. I, well, That's because he's done awesome. this before, yeah. you could you could tell by yeah. the look on his face that he's just like, oh, not again, you know. <laughs> he he had a plan just in case the motherfucking sharks came through the that that's yeah that's why the only people on that sea lab are like two doctors and a and a chef, you know. That's yeah. <laughs> Which they didn't call Cookie. I'm surprised by the by this movie they didn't call him Cookie. That would have been a better name. Um. But they did cure, which I forgot, but they actually did cure Alzheimer's. Uh, they, uh, before the doctor gets his arm ripped off, they retracted the brain matter from the shark. They put it into the fucking thingamabobber. And they're like, hey, there's lightning. That means that it is curing Alzheimer's. We have cured For Alzheimer's. 6.523 yeah. seconds. No, no. It, it, it took 6.352 seconds to activate. But after that, they cured it. 
And then the shark's like, well, no, whatever. I'm going to take your arm. I'm going to take your yeah. Which was a great <laughs> It was a great scene. The, the shark taking his arm. It was beautiful. Well, that shark did a did – those sharks uh, did a lot, of, a lot of good damage. And obviously, you know, my high school, I was watching this in theaters, was just like, yeah, this is awesome, man. But this yeah. was like – this was also in a theme – you have to keep in mind too. This is also in a theme of um, where the, the summer blockbusters were like these cheap thrillers um, with usually like just quick animal protagonists or uh, antagonists. Remember Anaconda? Like that was – Yes. That was, oh. Yeah, one of the greatest worst movies of all time. Oh yeah. J Lo, Ice Cube, <laughs> John fucking Voight. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was a great bad movie. So that yeah, was a like great so bad. yeah, like that or like Placid. You know, Lake Placid is great. Did, by the way, but before you go on after this, you know, there's four of those fucking movies. Yeah, these these movies <laughs> do fucking well. Well, I mean, there's a Deep Blue Sea two now. Yes, I need to see this. It just came out. I need. I definitely need to see this. I mean, but what an interesting idea, though, right? I mean, let's let's kind of pick it apart for a quick second here. Is it really that terrible of an idea? Yes. I mean, or is it? Is it though? <laughs> is it? Yes. Because like, okay, so they're gonna pick sharks. Why they pick sharks? The movie doesn't explain it, but it's a movie. We'll go with it. And they're on a sea lab, and they are. Extracting brain matter from genetically engineered sharks, essentially, to cure Alzheimer's. Then all hell breaks loose, and the sharks go ape wall. Why is? Here's my question for you, Eric, or and also Ed. Why is a Velociraptor in Jurassic Park believable for opening a door, but it's not believable for a shark? To because be he fucking has hands. I mean, they're claws, and raptors like. They're on. They're they're on the ground. But these well, sharks not ram stuff. I mean, that's all they did. Was well, ram. well, like it's not believable for a shark. First of all, let's talk about the great scene with LL Cool J when he's when or not, excuse me with Sam Jackson when they're in the lab and he goes, "Will somebody please tell me what that is?" And it's the and it's the shark bringing Stellan Skarsgård back oh, yeah. and slamming him in, slamming him into the the window. <laughs> goes into the window. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, yeah. So, like, first of all, this glass is obviously made to be protective, pr protective from hundreds of thousands of pounds per square inch of water, right? But a really big shark throws a gurney at it, and it fucking spider webs and cracks. Like, it's a great scene. Don't get me wrong. It's a great scene. But that isn't... At, that, no level is that believable. It's fine. It's, Sharks it's... ramming stuff is is believable. Raptors, Velociraptors opening doors because they they've established that like Velociraptors are the the smartest hunters. That's common knowledge kind of thing. Blah blah blah. And they have a big claw made to do that shit. Yeah. Also, they've never seen a door before. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, gonna like, totally you, you think doors are just around during the prehistoric era, like you know. They did that I'm, practicing around. Even the cavemen had something that endured in the cave. And they were, you know, like they've never seen a fucking <laughs> door before. They, they go up to a door like, oh, yeah, I know how this works. And then they, and they can operate different handles, too, the different knobs. Anyway, listen, it doesn't it, – it's a fucking – they're dumb movies. Why is a sea – why – if you're experimenting on sharks, then why are you doing it in the middle of the goddamn ocean? 
if you're just going to take a few shards anyway, go into a goddamn pool and just do it that way where it's more controlled. Like, you can avoid this all together. Say, a goddamn Jurassic Park then. If you got fucking huge dinosaurs you need to get to the pin, use a regular-sized door, you piece of shit. Don't open up the, the whole cargo door to let one security guard through. God damn it. Like, it's, it's scientists. We're scientists. Logic is just gone. Fucking just... <laughs> it's playground I logic. Love, I love Eric here on this because he just changed my mind. Because I'm like, okay, look, the movie's a movie. But, like, Eric's right. Why didn't they just capture sharks and put them in a pool on the uh, like on the coast? You're totally right. Like, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. And they genetically engineered it, right? The brain. They, like, they, they, didn't, they, didn't they didn't even capture the sharks. Yeah, they did. They developed these sharks. No, no. Yes, they did. did yes, they did capture the sharks. But what they did was they had Thomas Jane um, hoard them in, and then they kept on injecting them with these. I'm just gonna say steroids, but it wasn't to increase the brain activity because there was something with a great white shark that could that was something in the brain that helped him cure Alzheimer's. They were making some bullshit science excuse for that early in the film. They were making so much... Their medulla oblongata was large enough. Yeah. Uh, my saddest death in the movie, I don't know if you guys share it with me, but it's the tower chick, the fat tower chick. She didn't need to die. I loved her. Oh, Tony Soprano's sister. Yeah. I loved her. She was so great, and she got blown to bits by a helicopter. And I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it, too. Because Skarsgård is getting lifted up, and my wife's watching it with me, and I love this with my wife. I love showing her these kind of movies and just seeing what her reaction is going to be. And she's just like, the fucking shark's going to jump like 20 feet in the air and eat him whole, isn't he? And I'm like, oh, just wait. It's even better than that. Wait, wait for it. Wait, wait for it. Wait. <laughs> it's going to drag Skarsgård all the way through the tower. Just wait. Just wait. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus fucking Christ! Oh gosh! Um, if I were to make a movie, though, I would definitely love to make a movie in water. I just love the sets. Uh, the set where LL Cool J is walking uh, down the corridor and it's flooded to his waist with water. I, I, I just think it looks fucking great. It looks really fucking cool. Um, but we get we get LL gets killed. Uh, but Samuel Jackson gets killed. The worst kill that my wife was cringing on was when the blonde scaredy cat got bit in the snidge <laughs> when they were in the elevator thing and then they're on the ladder and she fell and then great fucking visual with the puppet shark or the animatronic shark raising her up and she's straddling the shark's jaws with her fucking pussy. It was beautiful. Blood everywhere. My wife was like, oh, God. Like, Whole uh, new definition of Shark Week. Jeez. Eric, <laughs> did you like that kill? I like that kill. Did you like the did you like the vagina kill? I, I mean, love all, all the kills in this movie. This is why I, I just enjoyed the, the movie, just because this is what you want, you know, just some it's just something something silly, you know? Like it, it works with some sometimes. And here's the thing is that like the sometimes like there's 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 a degree of silliness you can go to, you know, without it becoming too silly because when it's too silly it becomes sharknado and you're just like well what the fuck actually well sharknado goes goes breaks the barrier to where like in trolls territory where it's so bad it's good nice 
I've never seen Sharknado, so I'm excited for next week's show. Oh, I'm sorry for you. I'm excited for you. I'm, I'm sorry for you. It's a goddamn <laughs> horrible movie with, with horrible acting. Some people like it, and it's cult, and that's why they like it. Uh, so that's and that's great. But it's a sci-fi movie, and you know those things are hard to watch sometimes. Anyway, uh, but that, but uh, <laughs> sometimes you, you can't you know you, that you can't go full retard basically. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> It, it's that to to quote to do a movie quote, okay. You, you know it can't get too silly. Otherwise, there's like this is weird part. So when it's playful, then you have some amount of fun. So this movie is the right amount of playful, where it's dramatic because it's supposed to be you know a thriller and scary and stuff like that. But it's silly because of well everything else because of the behavior of the sharks and the deaths that go about it and they do it. It's kind of like Piranha. Remember like Piranha 3D. Mm-hmm. Or Zombievers, you know these other. Oh God! Have you seen Zombievers, Eric? These other, yeah. Oh yeah, I saw the film festival. Yeah, it is wonderful. You get bit by a beaver and you turn into a beaver. It's beautiful. Yeah. So like (laughs) these these kind of animal uh, animal attack movies are you know they're just fun. Now, Ed, which one of the two was the most painful death that you think you can endure? Was it the Samuel Jackson death where? Where, where he gets chomped, gets dragged, still alive, but another shark comes and rips him in half, or the pussy kill. Imagine your dick being in the, straddling the jaws right there. I mean, I would probably not endure either of those kills. Like, I would probably be dead, just like the characters. Gun to your but, head, which one would be the worst for you? Oh, well, I think... Well, I think no. I think the Ripton, the 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 one with the, what you're calling the pussy kill would be worse because like you're bit, and she he brings you up into the air and then he just slowly eats you, yeah. right? Like you know what's happening. Versus like the Sam Jackson kill, like the dude gets bit real fucking quick and then within five seconds he gets his head bit off and he's dead. Yeah, but he was still yeah, alive. I mean, he was still kicking and screaming when the shark was dragging him down. And then another shark came in and bit his whole t- his yeah, whole torso. Yeah, but they never gave him like those sharks never gave him another chance. Like he was dead within five seconds. The the scaredy cat chick, like she was, they, he gave her another shot. He's like, "Here's your friend. Grab his arms," you know. And then it didn't happen. Yeah, I I, I don't know because because we didn't see the end result of her death. But I don't know which one would be worse for me because being bit in the back, dragged underwater, and then have another shark come in and rip me in half. Sounds pretty painful, so I don't know. I mean, only for a split all, second. None of them. None of them are good, man. They're all whatever. Yeah, no. It's like I never wanted to be eaten because, like, I'm gonna become poo. No, it's natural, <laughs> natural in real life, man. Yeah, you no, know, and that's kind well, of what Fox's party but, was, and you know. No. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm sorry. I watched that movie last month again. I just. <laughs> Great. I'm sorry. But we get another shocking kill. Not only is Samuel Jackson's kill shocking, but we get the main scientist chick. She gets absolutely obliterated at the end. She kills herself. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, you didn't think that happened. Like, I mean, you would think in a movie like this, somebody would come in and swoop her up real quick before the shark would eat her, you know? Well, yeah, but you'd yeah. think that she would survive to the end, but. Um... He got obliterated, just yeah. destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's you know she. Why not? It was she was she helped cause it, right? That's what my wife was saying. She was like, "Oh, the bitch deserved to die because it's all her fault." I'm like, "Geez, heartless, fuck." 
Yeah, it's whatever. We everyone knows LL Cool J survives, and that's what we're just like, oh yeah, sure. That's all that matters. LL Cool J survives. Yeah, I think that's the last thing that people take from this movie is that LL Cool J survives, and uh, and I think his bird does. No, his bird dies, right? No, 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 his bird gets eight. Yeah. So yeah, his bird gets survives eaten. Survives Michael uh, Myers, and he survives three great great white killer sharks. Uh, man can't die. No, he's, a, he's getting, it's his kind he, of he's a good guy. He beats this. He beats the stereotype. Yeah, no, he, he definitely does because the black guy survives at the end. Yeah, but we'll so see. Good for our, him. We'll see if stay all woke. Stay woke, Hollywood. You guys yeah. first actually says for the end here, Eric. What is going to be your overall popcorn rating for Deep Blue Sea? What size bag will you going to give it tonight? It's a, it's a medium bag, man. This is a, a this is a Burnham movie, man. This is like fucking don't care. Let's let's watch this movie and and not watch it movie. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. Well, here's the thing: is that this is one of those sleeper movies because you put it up for Netflix and chill, then suddenly you're just like, fuck, I'm actually kind of watching this thing. <laughs> yeah. And then you're just like, "Fuck, am I watching Deep Blue Sea?" Like that—that's what—that's what. That's what yeah. So this is a, this is a medium bag. I think with some extra toppings, just because you you know if you watch this with the group and and you can enjoy this with with other people. You know, this isn't a movie that you watch by yourself because I, I mean, you it's best watched with other people. I I'll, I'll, I don't think there's an insult there. It just it's best watched with. Them. So a medium bag from Eric. Ed, what about you, buddy? What size bag popcorn do you give Deep Blue Sea? I 100% agree. Like, this movie sneaks up on you. Like, it's not good. I mean, I'm not arguing that it's good, but it sneaks up on you because you put it on, you're like, oh, yeah, Deep Blue Sea. Like, I remember this movie. I'll, I'll watch it. You know, let's go ahead and put it on while, you know, Netflix and chill, right? Then all of a sudden, you find yourself 45 minutes into the movie, and you're like, Wait a minute! Did we did we not fuck yet? Like, <laughs> like I can't believe we didn't fuck yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then you just like you don't you just think it, and you're like, okay, well, let's just finish the movie and then go from there. And then by the time the movie's like, then she's got to go home and blah blah blah. So like that, you it, it sneaks up on you. Uh, like a I shark mean, does. The yeah. kills are yeah, like a shark. Yeah. So yeah, medium bag medium bag of popcorn. Um, you know, I might even give it a little extra butter. You know, I'm cool with this little extra butter, some and some uh, some cheese seasoning sprinkled on top. There you go. All right. Well, uh, I, I guess it's unanimous. Uh, this movie's going to get a, a medium sized bag, uh, and I don't know why because this movie's literally terrible. And I would <laughs> and I would argue that this movie has been in the three years. That we have done Movie Guys podcast, believe it or not, everybody in the Movie Guys verse. In the three years that we've done movie reviews, we've seen a lot of great movies and a lot of shitty movies. This is a shitty movie. I mean, like, I mean, this is like, this is like fucking Independence Day two shitty. But yeah. for some fucking reason, it's just fucking fun. I don't know if that's nostalgia. I don't know what because in 1999 I was uh, didn't go I, full was, I was I'm telling you didn't go I was 11, return. 12 years old, man. I don't know what it was. No, mean to cut you up, but it's because it didn't go full return. Yeah, no, yeah, it's just, it's totally ridiculous. My, 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 my eyes are raining. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but it's, it did, it did the, the perfect Forrest Gump. It's, you know, Independence Day went full, where it was just like, it was insulting. This one's just like, no, we know it's dumb. Let's go. Let's wrap it up. You know, right. We have, we have, we have Sam Jackson. We're fine. 
So, uh, but maybe our popcorn rating will not be so nice next week. Because next week we got Sharknado, a movie that I have always been avoiding, a movie that I've never wanted to fucking see. And we are seeing it because of our bad shark movie retrospective here for the next three weeks. I, I just, oh my God, this is going to be terrible. I, I, I want to say this to you on air. Obviously, we're only talking about the first one. Yeah. But once you get to number five, please, if you can, get through all number all all of them once you get to number four and then specifically five your opinion of the of the movie and the franchise will change tremendously which one's vegas is that four i think that's three all right it's just it's just anyway i just there's a there's a nuclear on fire tornado that they call a nuke fire sharknado and you need to watch number five (laughs) it's fantastic (laughs) There's been two movies I've been avoiding my whole life, and that was Sharknado and Birdemic. So it looks like I'm going to watch <laughs> Birdemic is pretty recommended. Do you shoot at a tornado? I mean, that's what you have to do. And you like when they have chainsaws, like they have chainsaws to yeah, protect they have themselves from the, from the sharks. Yeah, and then they accidentally catch the Sharknado on fire, and it's a shark fire NATO. And then they decide, wait a minute, I have a great idea. Let's nuke the motherfucker. And it turns into a nuclear, a nuclearized sharks, right, on fire all right, all right. in a tornado. It's beautiful. Until this, <laughs> this is not a visual podcast, but I am just, my hand, my left hand is on my forehead rubbing right now. That just sounds beautiful. Like, oh, my God. Well, we'll talk about it next week because we're all getting ready for Meg. A movie that I never thought would ever happen, starring Jason Statham. This movie is going to be amazing. Meg is going to be absolutely independent state two shit. I can't wait to see Meg. Uh, this is going to be great. A Megalodon movie, finally. But, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can check us out on Spotify, which is search Movie Guys Podcast, and on iTunes, Movie Guys Podcast, on iHeartRadio, Movie Guys Podcast on MovieGuysPodcast.com, also on MovieGuysPodcast.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Movie Guys Podcast, and also on Twitter at Movie Guys Pod. You'll find this show and many others, such as, of course, Movie Guys Podcast, as long as 40 Distraction, and a new wrestling show that Ed and I are co-hosting called Call It in the Ring. Our pilot episode got released the other day, so make sure to check that out, and more wrestling episodes will come later on. But... Eric and Ed, thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. I'm really excited, believe it or not, for Sharknado next week. I can't wait to rape this movie. So uh, have a good night, everybody. Take care.